Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for His Word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book. Genesis 9.21 is where we're picking up. We were about halfway through last time. It's talking about Noah and he drank wine and was drunken, how wine is bad and we need to stay away from it. When I'm talking about wine, I'm talking about fermented wine, alcohol should be stayed, kept away from. And this is why it says, and he was uncovered within his tent. When drunkenness happens, lewdness goes along with it. And we need to stay away from beer and alcohol in any way. Why do you think men go to a bar and they want the woman to go to the bar and drink with them because she's going to be more loose afterwards and he is too but for sure the woman is and normally women are more reserved but I'll give her some beer she'll open up ladies stay away from beer and sadly Noah was uncovered within his tent so this wasn't that he was changing he was showering or whatever He was in his tent, but something was wrong in this situation, and I'm not going to go into detail, but it was that something was not right in how he was acting. He was completely naked to all the way, and and it was because of the drunkenness. And it says, Ham, the father of Canaan. Again, it mentions Canaan. Some Bible commentaries believe that Canaan was a part of this act because it mentions Canaan over and over and over. Some believe that Canaan was like his dad and and took off after his dad and and the wrong that he did. But again, that's why it's mentioned the father of Canaan again here. So Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. Now that word saw is deeper than glanced in and saw. And we have, to, we have to know that we're going to see wrong every day. As we drive down the highways, as we go to the store, we're going to see wrong. This is not that type of see where we see it and then look away. Saw is gazing upon. As we're going to go through this passage, it seems like he did something too because the word what Ham had done unto him is used later, so it doesn't seem like it was just uh, even just seeing. But as a lesson for us, we have to know that we might see something wrong. Our response right away is to look away, not to gaze upon. So when you're seeing something that's nakedness, uh, even you know we shouldn't be looking at naked women or men, either one. Nakedness is not supposed to be seen. If we see something like that, we need to look away. We don't need to just look at it and gaze upon it. That's what's different here, here because 
It wasn't that he glanced in and he saw that and went, oh, no, this is terrible. Let me go tell my two brothers what's going on. No, no, no. Something bigger happened here. He saw the nakedness of his father. And later we will see how God forbids that for the nation of Israel. But obviously these guys knew it was wrong too. And I touch on that again because family nakedness is not okay either. Just because you're relatives does not mean it's okay to just walk around without clothes on. Sadly, I knew of a father who would shower with his kids. That, that, that's not right. We, we are not supposed to see the nakedness of our family. The only nakedness we see is of our husband as wives and our wives for our husband. That's it. And then mothers and fathers, they have to see the nakedness of their children as they are babies and they grow up. But once they care for themselves, we aren't supposed to be seeing their nakedness either. So that's, uh, we'll get into that later when, uh, as we progress through the Bible. But right here, before the law, before, you know, any of God's commandments, it was wrong for him to see the nakedness of his father. And we know this nakedness was not a glance. Again, there was something wrong here. Some people believe maybe a homosexual act was done by Cain upon him because it was deeper than just glancing. And it says here, and Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. Praise God for their testimony. You know, when other people are doing wrong, around you, it doesn't mean that you do what's wrong, too. It shouldn't be that Ham goes to him and they say, oh, really? Oh, you got to be kidding. Let's go see, too. Ha, ha, ha. No, they did what's right. Something, something was off with Ham. He, was, he had a good mom, good dad, two good siblings, and I believe many more siblings by this time because I believe Noah and his wife had more kids. But Ham was messed up. You have a sibling that's wrong, don't join in their wrong too. Don't go along with it. They they did they were like, Ham, this is dead wrong. And they did what's right and they covered out of respect. They went and covered the nakedness of their father. They loved their father enough to do what's right by him. And it says in Verse 24, and Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. This is what I was speaking earlier about. It doesn't seem like it was just seeing. It seems like Noah was um, uh, in a wrong state and Ham did something wrong to him, maybe messed around with him in a wrong way and this was known by Noah. Noah woke up from his wine and he realizes what happens, happened. I believe also Shem and Japheth probably said something to him. And children, you know your siblings do something wrong. You go to your parents and you say something. I, but I also believe Noah sent something, something was wrong. Ham did something wrong with this. But back to those siblings, I can't help but think nowadays... Kids and, and parents, they are, especially children, and parents go along with it too, they have a very wrong concept of trust. They look at it as, you know, they would say Shem 
And Japheth, you broke my trust by going to dad and telling him what happened. That's just modern humanistic philosophy. It was Shem and Japheth's responsibility to do what they did and go to their father and talk to their father about what happened. Don't fall for this junk that's out there that, oh, that's just, be you know, he did that, but that's his business. If someone needs to know about wrongdoing, do what's right and let them know. Now, this is family. It's not like, okay, I see anything. I got to go and figure out whatever and find their parents and what, you know, no. But if you see wrong and you know people in the situation, you don't just have a right to go tell the parents. You have an obligation. And Shem and Japheth did what was right here. But here then, because of what happened in verse 25, Noah says here, cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall be, shall he be unto his brethren. Why did he curse Canaan? He didn't curse Ham. This is why I personally believe that Canaan was somehow involved with this situation. It could be that, or Canaan uh, was just like his father, and Noah was saying, you know what? Your son is going to be cursed for this. And, you know, there's nothing worse than... Your, your children being judged for your sin, at least for me. I, I, I would rather be judged for my sin for, than for my children to be judged for my sin. So either Canaan was a part of it or the judgment passed upon Canaan because of, of the wrong that uh, his dad did. And then it says in verse 26, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. So I want to talk about one extremely false doctrine that some people have taught from this passage. And that is, later we're going to see that Ham went into the land of Africa. And I know the Mormons taught this, but I know some other institutions taught this, that because of this curse, the African people, the black people of the world, are servants, and they're going to be servants of everybody else. They're going to be servants to the white man because of this. That is false. It's false doctrine. It's against the Bible. God did not curse the black people. We know that this is false because there's passages in the Bible that say total opposite of that. We will talk about that verse here in a minute but besides the verse that talks about it it doesn't say curse be ham ham was the one that went down to the african continent we'll see this later but canaan was the one that was cursed where did canaan go go how do we know that name canaan think about it the land of canaan oh you know that this was the people that inhabited the area that someday Israel took over and conquered. That was who was cursed, the people of Canaan. And Canaan obviously was not a good man because we know that the people of Canaan were idolatrous beyond 
horrible imaginations. I mean, they had gods where they sacrificed babies to them. They killed babies. It was terrible what the Canaanites did. They were wicked, wicked people, and they were cursed uh, because of their father. Now, I believe any Canaanite had the right and the opportunity to do what's right and follow God, but they chose not to, and they were cursed for it. And we have to remember that man's ideas and man's philosophy of saying black people are are cursed because of this, what Cain, what Ham did, is wrong, but also it's against the Bible. I said I was going to read a, a verse from the Bible that says it's completely false, and that is Colossians 3.11, and it says where, uh, let me read verse um, 10 first, and, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge at after the image of him that created him. Who's the, who is the image of him that created him? That's God. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond or free, but Christ is all and in all. Now we know that God established circumcision for the nation of Israel someday. They were his people. But there's not some cursed race that can't be saved. When someone, if anybody is able to get saved, and there's not a lower class of people, God has made men different, and they each have different types of intellect. Some are better at management. Some are better at survival. I have a missionary friend who is in uh, Nigeria, he, when he went, he was able to organize a church. They have a Bible college. They've started churches. And all of a sudden, there started to be a feeling among the men in his church that he was smarter than them. And he told them, no way. I am not smarter. It's just difference. He said, maybe I can organize and do this, but if you put me out in the middle of the desert, I would die. You guys go out in the desert and you survive, and you create a village, and and are able to do way more than what I can do. He said, in this African co- continent, I'm I'm good in the city. If I go out in the, in the jungle, I'm dead. You guys go out there and not only survive but thrive. And I thought that was such a good point. And it flies in the face of this false doctrine that for some reason blacks are are less. Now the Mormons have backed off from that belief. And others have as well. But it was wrong. And if something's in the past, was said in the past by some church, of course, we don't believe with the Mormon church at all. But even some good man, like some man that preached and did good, but they said something that was off, it's okay to say that was off. Now, we don't throw out everything they taught. You know, there was good men in the past that preached righteousness and they would be off on stuff. I'm going to be off. As I teach this, I'm going to be off on something doesn't mean the whole Bible's wrong or everything I say is wrong, but it's good to look back and say, you know what, that philosophy that Ham was cursed and now all the black people are cursed is, was wrong, and that's against the Bible, and the Bible doesn't say it. Canaan was cursed, and we will see that as we continue on. Heavenly Father, help us never to be prejudiced towards any person. Help us always, first and foremost, to share the gospel with everyone we read, meet, And let us be a good testimony for you today. 
Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord with Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may He greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following His Word.